welcome to the Hold Nothing Back podcast. My mission with every episode is to relay information on training, nutrition, and mindset that I wish that I had when I first started my own fitness journey. If you do like the podcast, don't forget to leave a review and let me know on the Hold Nothing Back Instagram. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whole Nothing Back podcast. So I'm with Jeff Sue today, um, and so he's owner of First Call Out Fitness, and he definitely specializes in more of like um, premenopause and menopausal women and like troubleshooting like gut issues and hormonal issues. Um, and I know I saw today you have someone you're helping with like Hashimoto's and stuff. Um, so that's, yeah, so that's awesome. Um, and so I actually took Jeff's lab class for um, like blood work and, and all of that, which is very interesting. So Jeff is definitely someone that I look up to. So I'm glad to have him on the podcast today. Um, yeah. So is there anything else? Like, how did you get started into fitness and how did you become a coach and, and troubleshooting the hormones and everything? Um, well, I got started to fitness very early. I think, you know, when I was like 16, 17, I started working out with my dad. And in high school, I um, ran cross country and trek. Unfortunately, that led to an eating disorder. Not saying that running is a bad thing, but for me, I wanted to be lighter, faster. And I kept pushing that boundary. And eventually, it became a full-blown um, issue with anorexia and then later bulimia in college. Um, and then, you know, when I got older, um, you know, I still struggled with eating disorder. But I discovered weightlifting, and I got more into that. And soon after, bodybuilding nutrition, bodybuilding in general. And that sort of saved me from the eating disorder that I had struggled with at an early age. Um, some may argue I just replaced one disorder with another because bodybuilding can be very disordered um, in general. Um, but, you know, I've never relapsed and I, I feel great. And um, I think my own struggles, my own um, journey sort of inspired me to help other people. And I started doing that for free, you know, maybe in my mid to late 20s. I'm 37 now. And, um, you know, one thing just led to another. And I had more female clients coming to me for help. And kind of, you know, words kind of spread and more women came to me. And now I'm kind of known as like a women's health coach um, dealing with, you know, uh, menopause, endometriosis, PMS symptoms, gut health, as you said, thyroid issues, Hashimoto's, all of it. Uh, unfortunately, women suffer from a lot of health conditions that they don't get any help from, um, from trainers or even doctors. So that's where I come into play. Yeah, I, I think I had like a similar background. I know I talked about it before with like the disordered eating and, and I definitely got into it as a young age as well. And I don't know about you, but like when I first got into it, it was all about calories in versus calories out. And I think like tracking macros was like the new thing. And I remember at the time, like I just had a lot of like trauma and um, I never really knew, like, like I, I was actually talking to a friend about this today, like, I would have hair loss and, like, just, like, constipation and, like, bloating, and I was like, oh, this is just how, how life is, like, I kind of just hope that I'll get better, um, and I just knew the macro side of it and the training side, and I never really knew that there was another side, um, and so when you got into it, how was it, like, in the, the functional, like, health fields, like, were you, did you start with more macros, or? I think I started by truly understanding macros and nutrition and meal planning and not just the number side to macros, but what, you know, the protein, carbs, and fat, you know, those are macronutrients. Those are nicknamed macros. In yeah. Food. Yeah. Um, but it's not just about telling somebody 150, 270 for macros. It's understanding how those macros 
are, should be allocated, how much protein, how much carbs, how much fat, um, what food should you use to fill those numbers, and how should you spread those numbers out based off of someone's schedule, their sleep habits, their training schedule, and, and things like that. So I got really good at that first, and I was able to get people results. Um, and I didn't know anything about hormones when I first started. I you know, didn't even think about it. It was just not a thing that came to my mind. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started coming across more and more cases of clients where no matter what I did, I just couldn't get results for them. And they would drop off and they would quit. And so I figured there was something deeper than just, you know, clients following their plan 100%. There had to be more to it. So I started digging a little bit deeper. I started getting better at first insulin resistance and, ins and rediscovering um, or, or regaining insulin sensitivity in clients. And it just went on from there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think a lot of like coaches as well, like the ones that are more in the like functional health, I feel like we all started mastering the macros and then it's like, okay, wait, how do we fix like these underlying issues that, you know, you're not really going to be able to fix um, right. with just macros. Um, so I guess like um, some people that like, I think there's like a difference between like personal trainers, like we just kind of talked about with like the macro coaches and more of the functional. So I'm just, I'm really upset with myself, but I'm just going to laugh it off. Um, we were talking and I didn't realize that there was a five minute time limit. So um, we're just going to pick up where we left off. But what I was saying is there's a difference between like macro coaches and then people that have more of an idea of the functional health. And I think um, something that we were talking about is like what really is a coach and a coach is someone that is able to combine a, a bunch of different things to help guide their client. Um, they're able to combine like training, nutrition, um, and then like if they say like maybe like your symptoms, um, I don't know about you, but I, or you do have that. You have a questionnaire when people sign up, just going right. over symptoms, like hormonal stuff to see like, Hey, this is something that I think you may need to work with. So let's work with your doctor through this. Right. Um, yes. yeah, because, and I know you were saying like in Massachusetts, um, it allows you as long as you have the certification to kind of do that. Yeah. In Massachusetts, you are allowed to dispense, um, nutrition plans and macros and things like that. I know in other states, um, coaches and trainers are prohibited from providing even macros um, by law. So you have to be careful, you know, where you're where you're operating out of. Yeah, and what certification do you have? Um, I have training through the American College of Sports Medicine (ACSM) and okay. nutrition through AFPA, and I think it's like American Fitness Professionals and Associates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So actually, I'm curious. So I have my my um, certification through NASM, and yeah, that's a great I yeah, I know that that's a great one, and I that's where it's hard, and it's like I see a lot of people that you know are certified through NASM, and and they think that they have like a really great grasp on everything, and I think that that was something that I thought when I got my NASM, I was like, cool, like I'm good to go. I have one of the best certifications you can get. And then you right. learn there's so much more to just calories in versus calories out. And yeah. like, how was your certification? Because mine was very general. Yeah, I still remember the nutrition part of the ACSM certification was completely off. I mean, they're they're basing all their recommendations off the food pyramid, um, you know, dating back. To oh, yeah, that's bad. The 60s or the 70s or something. Yeah. Um, so I, I still remember like carbohydrate requirements. I think they said like 10. 10 grams um, per, per kilogram or something like that for, you know, the average person. So there's, what, 2.2 pounds per kilogram. 
So, you know, 150-pound um, woman, divide that by, let's say, 275, then multiply that by 10, should be eating 750 grams of carbohydrate. That makes no sense. That doesn't you know? make sense. Yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah, I didn't learn anything, really. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the, the only thing that I took away from the ACSM was learning the planes, like frontal plane, sagittal plane, yeah. transverse, and the movements, so I could explain that to clients. But that's the only thing I remember from it. Yeah. Okay, so actually, I, I'm i sure a lot of people are wondering now, like, okay, if a certification means nothing, how do yeah. I find a great coach? So I'm curious your opinion on that. I think what you re- when people are shopping around for coaches, it really depends on the problem the person is having. And you got to get on the phone. You got to get them to talk to you and ask questions. And I think you should pick a coach that not only understands the problem, um, knows how to dig into the root cause, but knows how to explain it in a way and explain their strategy and their would-be approach should you sign on with them to you in a way that's so simple to understand that you know that they know their stuff inside and out. Totally. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I know for myself, like when I first started out, I was I was like 17 and I was doing online coaching and that's when I, I had just got my NASM. And I know like I didn't get on the phone with people when I first started because I didn't really know much. I was like, oh, you just write a basic workout program and you sign macros and that's that. So I think a big thing is like what you just said is like you should be able to get on the phone with them and have a conversation and they should be able to explain why they're doing what they're doing. And that's the whole part with like coaching. How are you going to be a good coach if you're not educating your client? Because as a coach, that's your your biggest job is to educate them. And then, like you said, like they they maintain agency so they can make that decision right. and talk to their yeah. doctor and everything. Yeah, I think with coaches, education is a huge piece because you want to be able to give the client the tools they need to succeed long after their time with you. I always tell my clients, that I don't expect you to stay on forever. You know, there's there comes a day where you're going to have to go off on your own. And then obviously the support aspect, emotional support um, through communication, but also probably one of the most important aspects of coaching is having someone guide you and having an overarching strategy and direction to take things in. Because a lot of people have knowledge on their own um, and may not need a support system, but they don't know where to take I think the support system for me is huge. And I think that that's something that I really try and help my clients with because I'm a very anxious person, you know this. And so like for me, it's it's almost not so much like someone, I mean, the knowledge is absolutely important, of course, but like also I, I can't be with someone who doesn't make me feel comfortable because a lot of the times I'll be anxious. Like right now I'm dealing with some gut issues and like it just makes me anxious not knowing what's going on. And so like I'll email her and be like, hey, I just need some like reassurance. Like what's our plan? And so she can explain it to me and it, and it gives me that reassurance because healing takes a long time. And I know you know this. Yeah. So it's like I need someone to help me through it. Um, so with your clients that you work with now, um, what are some of like the the common causes that you see with like the gut issues and the thyroid issues? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people think that stuff is very complex and it may be when you start digging into it. But at the root of it all, I would say it's improper attention to nutrition. So a lot of processed foods are not tracking macros or not being even aware of what you're eating, um, probably overconsumption of alcohol and stress. Those would probably be the three main things. And, you know, when you boil it down to those three things, it becomes very simple. The next question is, how do you attack it? Yeah. Okay. So I know that you had a case with um, someone with Hashimoto's that you had posted yeah. on your story today. So would you mind just like taking us through like what like was the main issue for her and how you tackled that? Yeah. 
Well, first of all, Hashimoto's is a condition in which the immune system will turn and attack the thyroid gland, and the thyroid then releases, um, or, or the body releases uh, what's called TPOAB antibodies, and that, that is basically the way that doctors can identify whether or not someone has Hashimoto's. It's the presence of these antibodies. And Hashimoto's at its root cause is caused by inflammation, um, whether that is due to the gut, whether that's due to insulin resistance or just other you know, methods where stress can affect the body, all of it is inflammation. If you can solve that and quell the inflammation, you can then reduce the TPOAB and then they don't have Hashimoto's anymore. Okay. And do you find, do you find like, um, a lot of it is like putting them on a meal plan? I know you're big on meal plans and like the quality of food is what really, um, helps it move along. I think at the very base of it all, you have to have some sort of handle on the client's nutrition. You can't begin to troubleshoot and add supplements if the diet isn't right. So on my team, people call it the dog diet. And, uh, you know, it's called a dog diet because if you have a dog and you love your dog, you feed it the same delicious kibble every day, right? So yeah. same thing with my clients. I make them eat the same food. You know, we change things every now and then, but it's the same food day in and day out. So we establish consistency very easily. And that way I can begin to move other toggles, I guess, other switches, right? Once we've established consistency on the nutrition switch, I can do other switches. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. And and that's huge for gut health. I think even more important, you know, I think oh, yeah. um, like, and I had just made a post about this today, but I think a lot of people, they think that there could be something really wrong with their gut, um, especially with like how social media is nowadays. And I think the functional health side of things is really big, but like sometimes it's just like eating, like not eating a ton of dairy and a lot of alcohol yeah. and just lowering inflammation. And that usually does a trick, you know, usually it's not something so fancy, you know? Right. Yeah. And, you know, clients are funny. Like, they'll tell you that they were consistent with their diet or they've been following their plan, but they mean that Monday through Friday. And then on yeah. the weekends, they have alcohol, they have pizza. And, you know, I've had people say that, oh, I, I have like a cel I think I have celiac disease. I'm allergic to gluten. I'm like, well, are, do you ever just eat like a plain piece of toast or like a plain English muffin? They're like, no. It's like <laughs> you're eating the, the wheat in forms of like, you know, greasy pasta and like pizza and burgers and stuff. No wonder you're bloated, you know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so now let's say it is a hard gut case where they have like some type of infection. Um, I know that that is like a long process. So what do you find like, like common like blocks that like mental blocks that people have and their progress with it? Um, and how do they, how do you help them push past that? I think in terms of mental blocks, it's realizing that what they're doing right now isn't working anymore and turning that course. You know, I think there's like a saying, I forgot who said it, but it's like the definition of insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again mm -hmm. and expecting a different result. And I feel like there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who are spinning their wheels year after year trying to troubleshoot their conditions. And they're not um, looking outside of their little box and looking for new solutions. And I think that's where things like lab work come into play. You know, maybe finding a better doctor, linking up with a health coach like ourselves, um, those are ways that, you know, can, can kind of reignite progress and set people on the right track. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, like if someone were, let's say like a listener right now is like, okay, I have a lot of like gut issues. I have a lot of thyroid issues now besides obviously hiring a coach to help them, like how would they, how would they go ahead? Or actually you can even just say like, 
how do you have your clients go ahead and order the labs? Like when you notice that on their intake form, something is definitely off. Yeah, I think number one, have a discussion with the doctor first and make them aware of what's going on and ask them for the lab work. Um, and if, if they don't run sufficient lab work, there are a lot of um, third-party websites out there like directlabs.com mm-hmm. or uh, lifeextensions.com that offer tests where you can check your thyroid hormones, you can check estrogen and progesterone, um, you can order stool tests and things like that to check your GI health. Um, a lot of that's available now for you know direct-to-consumer out there online. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And then, of course, if any of you guys want to learn more about, like, your your labs and how to even read it, Jeff does have a class that's awesome. The one that I took yeah. that that um, showed me, you know, the ranges and everything, because they are different from usually, you know, what your doctor says. Like, I think you had mentioned, like, the normal levels are for tests are like 200 to 800. So it's like, like, yeah. where do you, you fall on that? Because obviously, like, the low end is not optimal, but, you know, your doctor's probably not going to tell you that. Um, and something actually, you know, my mother had just gotten blood work and her B12 was super low and her, and she was so tired all the time and her doctor didn't even tell her. And it's like, like, so definitely I I think you should, you know, and any of the people listening, definitely like request your blood work and ask to look at it and either educate yourself on how to read it or hire someone to, to read it for you, to help you to read that. Absolutely. I always say that the external body won't change until you have your internal health fixed and correct. So definitely look into that first. Totally. Yeah. And I know, I know a lot of people like have come to me and they just aren't seeing progress and like they're doing everything right on paper. And like, that's where I just had, you know, previously is like, you can give them macros, you can give them a workout program, but if like, they're not seeing progress, there's something else that's, that's going on that you need to fix first. Yes, yeah. Totally agree. Awesome. Okay. So I think that's it for this episode. So this, I just hope you guys kind of got a better idea of like what our coaching actually is. And it's not just like personal training or like macro coaching, you know? Um, and so if you did want to reach Jeff, they can reach you on, I know your Instagram is first call out fitness and then you have a YouTube, right? That you just started. Yeah. YouTube is just my name, Jeffrey Sue, J E F F R E Y S U. And then, um, www.firstcalloutfitness.com. Um, that's my website. Cool. And then uh, if you did want to listen to him, Jeff Black, and then um, Jason, um, who are also, yeah, also really great coaches. Um, they do have the um, the Excellence Cartel that I love their podcast. So um, that's it for today. And thank you all so much for listening. episode make sure to leave a review and share to social media and if you are interested in hiring me as your coach head to www.holdnothingback.net to apply